welcome to the No Name MMA Show, the best damn MMA podcast you've never heard of, with Mystic Daddy Juan and No Nutshot Nina, and yours truly, Motivated Let's get on with this shit. Welcome to the No Name MMA Show, the best damn MMA podcast you've never heard of. As always, my name is Motivated Andy, joined by the unimitable crew of No Nutshot Nina and Mr. Daddy Juan. Thank you for joining <laughs> us on this bleak August 4th, 2020. Boy, do we have a good card to look 20, forward to this 21. week. 2021. Whatever, man. Oh my God. Don't I live in my own reality. On us. <laughs> um, anyway. I mean, it's kind of like the same bullshit where it was just like, bro, why is everybody at Lollapalooza right now? Like, for real, guys? Uh, we're definitely going back in lockdown. But, 100%. anyway, like, you guys don't know that shit's fucking real out here. But, besides that, um, but before we get into any of these <laughs> shenanigans, let's talk about some of the things that we have going on in our lives. So, babe... Ninachka, my wife, <laughs> if you didn't know, my wife, um, my pretty wife. We have um, plans set up with some friends to go visit Asheville next weekend and go tubing for the day, and I am so excited because it has been years since I went like river tubing, mm -hmm. and Andy's never been. It's like a nice, it's, it's like a better. It's such a chill day. Yeah, it's, it's just like a better version of the Lazy River, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't yeah, even yeah. know really a Lazy River no, though like that. But yeah, from what I hear, it's top notch it's entertainment. It's so exciting. And, well, uh, top notch. Well, I'm not saying it's going to be like, whoa, but it's going to be like dope. <laughs> It's entertaining. For it's sure. a really fun group of people we're going with, too. So it'll be a lot of fun. And basically, I feel like it's a good way to kind of end the summer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to fire off. Take Long. your pen. Take, take your pen. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, nothing's going on with me. Uh, really. I'm not really doing anything. Well, I lied. Uh -huh. So this Saturday, mm -hmm. there's this... Um, there's this comedian named Andrew Schultz. No. I don't know if you guys heard him. Yeah. Well, he's really, really funny. He does a lot of crowd work. Uh, meaning he makes fun of a bunch of people within the crowd. Okay. Yeah. And, uh... It's like my biggest nightmare. Yeah. And, um, so he's coming to Charlotte this Saturday and Val and I are going to that. <gasps> Ooh! So, it'll be interesting. But it's weird because, like, we paid for the... Or she paid for the ticket and, uh... But she hasn't got an email confirmation. Yeah. And... The, it's not like you're paying for seats, you're just paying for general admission. So uh -huh. it's like first come, first serve type deal. Mm. Huh. So. But how are you going to even show that you paid? Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't, like, it's shown on her banking account that she's been charged. But, mm. so we'll see That's what happens. so weird. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, they'll send an email. Before um, then, has she checked her spam folder and shit? Yeah, that's a good uh, idea. It might have her spam Or maybe folder. called the box office. Oh, true, 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 true. Beforehand, yeah. you know? Yeah. But that'll be really fun. Yeah, that really, is yeah. literally like my biggest fear is to go. I told her to that a comedian show like that. Yeah, I told her that if he sees us and he starts like trying to talk to us or starts yeah. messing with us, mm -hmm. we just give him all false information. Yeah. Just every bit of it, false information, mm -hmm. make him work harder for 
what he has to uh, I feel like yeah. that would be harder on you, though, to, like, have to think of an answer on the spot. I get that, but uh-huh. it would be more entertaining for... Yeah. As, as a... Uh, yeah fan and as someone watching to see this guy have to come up with yeah i'm an underwater welder (laughs) like some cool like this is what bruce willis does in action movie on my year on the submarine (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) um can i tell you guys a funny story real quick about this comedian magician show that i went to one time um it was like a magic show with a comedian which I guess is probably all magic shows, but this guy was doing, like, stand-up while he was doing, like, quick-of-the-hand card tricks and stuff. Mm. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was such a small group. It was Mm. at Petra's. Okay. And um, the person I was there with, like, we were, like, didn't, like, fully know it was, like, this serious show. And we were, like, at the bar, and we were at, like, a cocktail table kind of away. Mm-hmm. So we were still kind of, like, quietly talking and then just sort of paying attention. <laughs> Our bad, yeah. probably, for one. Because we didn't know. Whatever. <laughs> um, but then the guy, like, heckled us. <laughs> and, oh. like, it was the most embarrassing thing ever to be just like called out Mm -hmm. by the guy on the stage and then like referenced later and stuff i was like oh my Um, god embarrassed so you have like ptsd from it i just am like (sighs) that would stress me out to go see like a crowd interactive comedian Mm -hmm. again He's, he's I'd be on my P's and Q's. Almost all his work. I, I don't think I haven't seen one video of his that mm-hmm. isn't crowd work. Like, all his stuff is crowd work. And he's really, really good at it. Mm. That is insane. That'll be really fun, though. Yeah. That'll be fun for you. Not yeah, for me, but, like, that sounds great for you. Uh, yeah. yeah, I haven't been to his show in a minute. And he is pretty funny. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, okay. Is he, like, famous? He's getting there. He's getting there. Oh. Yep. Um... He's definitely blown up within this the pan- year and the last year. Pandemic was really good for Andrew Schultz because he's uh, he's not he does stand up and stuff, yeah. but he he really took over the internet as far as being a comedian yeah. and being able to get his stuff out still. Yeah. So, what venue are you going to for it? Uh, she bought tickets. I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna drive there, and she's gonna <laughs> tell me how to get there, and that's yeah. about it. Yeah. Spam so. folder, box office. Um. She, I asked her and she said, uh, I, I told her to check her spam and she said found it. <gasps> yep. Good awesome. job, baby. You guys are, you guys are great. <laughs> You're working an office job. That's what talking does. We're just communicating, solving oh, yeah. issues. Found tickets on a show. Yes. Fucking adults. Issue, solution. Uh, yeah. That's how we do at the No Name MMA show. Let's go. Andy, what do you got going on this week? Um... Got a fucking second job, so we're going to be paying some bills and shit. Yes, honey. And a Rolex. And, (laughs) um... so funny. (laughs) Uh, what's it called? We watched fucking Love is Blind. Oh, yeah. This past weekend. And if you haven't seen that shit, that shit is so scandalous and so cringe. Oh, my God. It makes my heart... I don't know. I don't even know what it does to my heart. We were talking about it with my sister last night, and mm. then she went home. Apparently, she watched it, like, all the yeah. newest seasons or uh-huh. episodes, 
and she was texting me at like 1 a.m. and she's like, oh my god, the show, and she did the like throwing up face, and she's mm. like, I can't, the cringe, and I was like, reading it this morning on my way to work, and I was like, uh. this bitch went home and like, binged it, it but also was like, ah, that's how it is. It's so just the hot You talk about mess. it, and you're just like, yeah. can what you believe? So it was, you meet somebody, right? But the only way you meet people is, like, like in a cube or something. Like, in a big room. Like, say, like, this living room. But, like, behind this wall, you don't see anybody. They call and it that's... the pods. Yeah, the pods. So that's what it is. they separate the men and the women. Mm-hmm. And you have these set-up dates where you just sit in there for, like, hours if you want to. Mm-hmm. And basically have a date with someone, like, in the other pod. But you never see each other. Oh, okay. And then you live in a house with all the other women contestants and the guys with the guys. And the point of the show is to get people to engage, like go through, get engaged before they leave the pods. And there's only like so much, so many weeks that they're there doing like it. Val would like this show. Val would like this show. Bro, you and would so love it this show. follows uh, all the bro, couples that got dope. engaged. And then they've got like 60 days before they get married. So they... Go on a trip together. Is it six days? Then, I thought it was like six days. Maybe it is six days. It's something so short. Yeah, it's like so a week or something. So they go on vacation. I don't even know. They go home to each of their homes, and then they get married, and then they make them go down the altar, and that's where they reveal if they'll really marry them or not is when they are marrying them. Because it's been such a short amount of time that you're like, oh shit, we've only known each other for like. At the very most, it has to be like, like a 30 days. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're making out. <laughs> yeah. Get a room. <laughs> but it's such a good show. And then mm. it's like the two year anniversary came up for the couples that did get married. So they're having like not a reunion show, but they're having this like anniversary party and all the cast comes back. And it's like, no. who. Don't, stays together please, who didn't please get together do me a favor and watch this shit because it is fucking just so just drama. like eh. but yeah anybody watching from the no name mma show love we talk it. about violence and we also talk about love is blind it's on netflix yeah it's a netflix original peaky blinders on netflix is really good too Ooh, okay. oh yeah yeah peaky blinders has those haircuts over to juan for the no name of the week oh yeah that's that's on me my bad I'll cut that out too. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, no name of the week. Philip, Philip Rowe, Philip Rao, R O W E, uh, Rao. I'm assuming, um, Rowe maybe. Uh, he got a second round TKO against uh, Orion Koske. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure we talked about Orion before. Doesn't he have a brother? I, we've talked about his brother. I don't think we've talked about Orion. Oh, okay. Orion was on a car where he did good. Well, his brother. But his brother is really good. Yeah, he has yeah, that yeah, blue yeah. tattoo on his pec. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. shields or something. Um, so shout out to Philip. Uh, everybody else pretty much got a decision. There was that one draw between Danny Chavez and Kai, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was the only person in the prelims to get a knockout slash TKO. Shout out to you. Keep it up. So off to Nina with the MMA minutes. 
All right, so first let's talk about all these fight announcements that came to us late on Monday this week, um, where we got some spooky good fight announcements. First, we have Paulo Costa versus Marvin Vittori, who are set to go against each other on October 23rd. Costa posted on Instagram that he was signing um, his bout agreement next to an empty bottle of Johnny Walker. Okay. <laughs> I just don't... Sit back down. I mean, it's signed, but he's pulled up before after it's been signed. Yeah, for alcohol. And, and Oh, no. No, no, no. That, that was, was his, his reason loss. for his loss. Never mind. Sorry. So, as funny as it is, I mean, these are valuable years that are, like, time that you're away from the sport. Yeah. Like, you've really got, like, two, three years to kind of go for the top. Mm-hmm. Well, this is Victoria's downfall. After Adesanya, he's definitely going to lose to Costa. You this think so? 100%. Definitely going to lose? 100% without a doubt. Damn. Without a doubt. I'm, I, I'm willing to put money on that fight. Damn. Yeah. Really? Vittori is going to get his shit wrecked. And Bro. Like, oh, yeah. my goodness. No, fuck Vittori. He's going to get his shit I he, think that it's going to be a snuggle fest. No. Morgan's going to take him down. Damn. Who... Paulo Costa was, I don't want to say dominate. Dominate is a very strong word. But Israel Adesanya is really the only person recently that has been, like, whooping it down on him. Okay, and You're, let's he, name two notable wins for Paulo. Yolo Romero. Yolo Romero was a close fight. It's a win. A win is a win. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I was so impressed that I just I answered roll. that so quickly. For people that guys. aren't seeing this, I roll. But okay, go ahead. Um, by my dad like that. All right. Well, he's an old man. He needs to be done. Daddy needs, got. Daddy got done. Yeah. That's why he went to Bellator so he can do more steroids. Hey, he's gonna show up <laughs> on my birthday though. Bro, don't Ooh. even talk about him because his dog's gonna come eat you. <laughs> October sixteenth. I'd be scared of that more than anything. His dog's fucking um, Game of Thrones. You. <laughs> okay. Uh. Well, whatever. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I don't know. Marvin Vittori is a decent enough wrestler, and he's young, and he has a chin. I mean, he doesn't get up to him down. So. Yeah, but Izzy's power versus Paulo's power. What are you talking about? Izzy's destroying people. Oh right, no 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 no! That wasn't power. Think, but that wasn't power. That was much more that powerful. was precise strikes and smart strikes. That I mean, wasn't power. Marvin Vittori's no joke, man. I think you guys are counting them out. I could be Vittori. But fuck you. Oh my oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, my. oh, Marvin Vittori, come on the show. <laughs> You're friends with Mike Bisbee. You can tag him along too, I guess. No, I like Mike. I, I, <laughs> I, I like Mike. Anyway, yeah. All right. Vittori, get ready for that loss, boy. Moving on from that, we have Joanne Calderwood going against Alexa Grasso, scheduled for November 20th. That's going to be dope. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Then we have the rumor starting up. Uh, rumor has it Yair Rodriguez versus Max Holloway will be rescheduled for November 13th, but this still remains um, just a rumor right now, unofficial. It will be unofficial until they step into the octagon. Yeah. Even if they sign the contract, okay. no matter what. But, yeah, I don't know. Wait, it's already signed. They've rescheduled Oh, it's signed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, because of the original date. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The original date was signed for. 
So mm-hmm. I'm assuming is, they would have to sign a new agreement for a new day. I'm assuming. I would think they need an additional agreement, yeah. but they're in a contract already. Is what you know. I'm, I'm sure, sure too. I, I have no idea. But, we'll see what happens. But Max, you can come on the show and explain it to us. Let us know how it works uh, with agreements or whatever. Or yeah. and then Yair, you can stop pulling out fights. Oh yeah, or poking people in the eye and shit. Yeah. So all Even of those though things it was Jeremy need to happen. Stevens. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck that. I guess. After that, we heard the announcement that Cody Garbrandt is going up officially. Oh, I'm sorry, is going to officially go down a weight class to fight Kai Kara France on December 11th. Uh, I'm hoping this is the best move for Cody. I think it's got to be the best move for Cody. Like, I think that would be my next thing is to like. But remember how we saw TJ? I don't know. And then, like, we cutting that much. Mm-hmm. That's where, like, at least, like, with TJ, I see, like, him, tr- like, striving truly to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Where he's only doing it for performance. And that's where I'll forgive him that. Okay. Where, like, John Jones does, like, bad shit along with performing to head to yeah. drugs. That's like not mince words. Right. Like John Jones is shitty, but at least TJ, it's it's his inner competitiveness. Yeah. It's almost like that dick that you respect. Yeah. He's uh, doing what he's got to do. Yeah. Good. Uh, and that's where just seeing the drive to go down to that weight, I, I just, I don't know, man. I just don't see it coming out good. I think it's good. You think it's good? Yeah. Cutting that much weight? I think he's it's, not a spring chicken. He's old. I mean, I don't know. But TJ's that would like be, fucking 37. Okay. Which is fucking crazy. But like, I'm just saying like, it's smart to go ahead and just try it. Like, get that option off the table then. Yeah. He's going to lose to TJ regardless. Doesn't matter. You're right. So, that's going on. And then our last announcement we heard is that RDA is going to be fighting Islam Machayev on October 30th, which is UFC 267, which is a part of that free numbered UFC event. It's also reported to be um, broadcast on ABC. Which should have been done a long time ago. This is ABC like three or four, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll see if RDA is truly done in the sport after this fight. Yeah. I think this will be his kind of um are you are you still worth elite keeping in here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so I mean, he's probably getting paid so much fucking money too. When was the last time Islam fight though? Islam fought, fought like, like two, uh, three, no. Maybe Islam two months Machaya? ago. Yeah. Maybe two months ago. Yeah, he fought he fought um no, it was like yeah, like not it was recent. Not July, but June. Okay. Yeah, like near the end of June or something. Okay. I forgot who he fought, but who am I uh, thinking of? That he, was... he demolished. Uh, Tiago Moises. Yep. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. But that was like a month ago or something. Okay. Never mind. So yeah, no good on him. I'll it's what, like a else. couple of <clears throat> months arrived from now. August, yeah. September, October, and it's at the end of October, so he's got. Nine weeks and some change, mm-hmm. which he needs a quick turnaround because he had he only fights like one time a year. So. Yeah, I was thinking of somebody different. 
Well, but, he fights like one time a year because of uh, Ramadan, right? Yeah, but I mean, come on. You can't just do that all the time. You gotta be a little active. Well, you can't. Being who they are, they're, they're not gonna put anything over their religion. No, so that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. Then you need to fight at the beginning yeah. and the afterward mm-hmm. within the year. Yeah, if you're healthy. So. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. He's too big of a star at this point now. Yeah. Where you shouldn't have not have like backup plans. I feel like that's another thing that the UFC, if they thought about it logistically, paying somebody like a little bit of money compared to mm-hmm. how much you're raking in mm-hmm. just to be a substitute for a fight that might not happen. Yeah. For either fighter at any given point in time yeah i think it's a better way for a business model to not lose a main event i mean you're gonna lose it but you're gonna lose half of a main event or whatever yeah or half of a co-main like this weekend we were supposed to have amanda nunez right. against uh, juliana pena and we're not gonna have that mm-hmm. well, so imagine COVID. if you had at least a replacement fight for one of those guys like, if it's not Amanda, then it's Juliana Pena for a number one contenders match. And you have to take it because, to be honest, you didn't really earn it. You just talk shit to a title shot. So. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. And then moving on from that, we can talk through last week's card, which was supposed to be a sleeper card. But damn, did it deliver with three KOs and an amazing fight of the night. Plus the main event, which was a one-sided affair. What was your favorite performance, you think? Um, let me look at the card again real quick. For me, mm-hmm. it was that Jason Witt Barbarina fight. That was that was insane. heartbreaking. It was insane. Not heartbreaking like bad, but like you were telling me just how much like that meant and everything, and that was such a such a good fight. Brian, Brian, his uh, his ending to that was insane. Like he, I think if I remember correctly, he started off a little bit slow. He wasn't landing like he needed to. Uh, but towards the end, they just started brawling, and he just started throwing wild shots. Oh shit! So that was I, really good. we didn't watch prelims like that. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think Not we only prelims. watched the main card this mm-hmm. week. I watched the Brian the Brian fight. It was really, really good. Shit. No, the Barbarina fight, I think you're talking about the Cheyenne buys. No, I was walking girl? in and out of the room, oh, yeah. and I was like, I think this is a good fight. And mm-hmm. then, like, you were, like, shouting at me, like, come back in here. You got to oh, see yeah, the last yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I only saw, I think, the last minute yeah. or something, and it was, like. Fucking nonstop, right? <gasps> <laughs> it was so crazy. And you were like, it's been like this the whole the time. Whole time. I, want, I want Brian. I uh-huh. wish Brian would have won that. But Yeah, he's he's always a fun fucking fight. And then uh, Melsic Bagdasarian. Uh, he's the guy who got a head kick KO over Melson in like the second round or something. Second first round. round. I mean, but he got a clean head kick. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Um, And we were just like... Oh, well, let's go ahead and check it out because we hadn't planned on really watching the card like that. Yeah. But we just woke up from a nap. That's right. Because we hung out with... uh... But then we went to Target. That's right. And then we came back and Mm -hmm. then we watched it. 
But yeah, no, we caught most of yeah, the main part. Yeah, we did see one prelim fight, maybe, mm-hmm. but. And then, uh, so Cheyenne buys. If you didn't hear, uh, she was in the negative in her bank account, mm-hmm. and she got a first round just at one minute uh, head kick KO with uh, her opponent. I think it was De Silva. She was coming off the mat, and she timed it perfectly and hit her right on the head and knocked her out. So Cheyenne buys got a fifty k bonus, and now she's not broke anymore. Yeah, that was so, against yeah. Gloria De Paula. Yeah. Um, they're also, did we talk about already that, um, Jared Gooden and Nicholas Stoltz first round KO by Gooden? No, but that shit was fucking monstrous. Uh-huh. I was just like, oh shit, there's no way that this is gonna happen again. And then boom, another fucking knockout. That was gnarly, yeah. And then lastly, Sean Strickland sets record amount of strikes against Uriah Hall. That's so that unfortunate. Was, that was tough to watch, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it was just like, oh this guy's scary. But that's where... Like, it sucks. It sucks that the narrative is always placed on the loser. Yeah. Like, oh, Uriah Hall just wasn't there. He wasn't game. Mm-hmm. Because his skill set is so elite. Just, that's my favorite thing to say. It's like, he's just so talented. But he just kind of froze there. Mm-hmm. And we... That was the one thing. He's a slow starter. That was the narrative. Slow mm-hmm. starter... Uh, but he picks up, his kicks are amazing. He only threw, like, fucking three kicks or some shit. So, and it was like a straight-up boxing match for most of the fight. And it was just Uriah Hall just eating jabs. So it wasn't him, like, jabs and really doing anything up until the third. And then the third, <laughs> he started really good and then just ended up behind the jab again. And then, I mean, moving on from that, too, now the UFC has offered Luke Rockhold... Mr. Steal My Man, mm-hmm. um, the matchup against Sean Strickland. How do you feel about this matchup? Sean, for one, also almost died in a motorcycle accident just four years ago. Said that he would love to actually kill somebody inside the octagon. And just like Bisbane was saying on the commentary, he's like, this man is a freak. Mm-hmm. He was like, duh. And Luke is coming off of the vicious knockout by current light heavyweight champ Jean Blockowitz in July of 2019, two years ago. Yeah. Um, I think it was a bad matchup for him. It was a bad matchup for Luke. Just because Sean's going to keep on coming forward. And all it takes is one for Luke nowadays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But that's where I think Luke taking jabs, he can take. A jab beating like that. Will he win off of that? I don't know. I just haven't seen Luke. If we're going to talk about like within the span that is three years. Two of those years he was getting knocked out at least that we know of because of uh, 2019. But before that he got knocked out by fucking Yoel. Yeah. So it's not like we're saying that he's elite and he has the skill set. It's just like bro the record shows you're yeah. kind of on a downward trend. not good. Yeah. So love you Luke. Your abs are made of steel. Um, let's hang out sometime. I support this fight. I'd like to see but. Luke get knocked out and Andy, <laughs> like, forget about him. Um, He's the biggest threat to me as a wife. Um, but yeah, I don't know. John Strickland, though, uh, props to him. Okay. Sorry for talking so much trash about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you're still a piece of shit. He said that he wanted to kill legitimately somebody. kill somebody in the octagon. Who wants that? Sean is just one of those guys that's off. 
<laughs> he's like the wrestler, but in UFC. Yeah. Like, he's just like, that. all I want to do is fight. Fight all That's the time. That's all he's ever known. That's all he's ever... I think for real, though, he turned pro, like, at 18. As a teenager. Yeah, like, he fucking went in. Like, straight from high school. Yeah. Yeah. So... He okay. knows nothing else. I... But he's known as, like, that bully around the gym, and when Mike Bisbane was like, oh, no, he's a freak. Like, yeah. he's a monster. Yeah. Like, you don't talk to him. Mm. He's an asshole. Yeah. Like... Kind of stuff. But that's where you need to have that, like, you gotta make shit ugly. Yeah. You gotta fuck shit up. You gotta fucking want to murder somebody. And that's where he wants that it kind of... No, but that's where, like, the real. kind of switch between, like, being a normal person and doing that to somebody. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, Ariana, Ariana Lipsky, whenever she was pulling that knee for that knee bar. Yeah. Like, she knew she was gonna fuck up that knee. There was no the way she didn't bar. know. So it's just like you have to have that inner nastiness. And Sean has that in spades. So, I don't know. Yeah. But good luck, Luke. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> Go on the show. Moving on, let's talk about this weekend's matchup featuring two of Mystic Daddy Juan's favorite fighters, Vicente Luque going up against Michael Chiesa and Jose Aldo going against Pedro Munoz. Um, out of both of these fights, which are the ones you are going to be paying the most attention to? Vicente Luque, that's going to be the fight that you want to watch out of those two. Simply because Jose Aldo... Say it. Say it. I love you less. Say it. <laughs> he's going on his downfall. And um, <clears throat> he's... These guys, other guys are evolving while Jose Aldo is kind of devolving. Is that the right word? Kinda, yeah. Um, but anyways, like he, he he threw so many leg kicks in the beginning and in the in the height of his career. And like, when it's, how often does he throw leg kicks now? You know, uh, he did that good knee against Melendez. Was it Melendez? Uh, I I remember. Um, but Jose Aldo, he. He had that explosiveness of in him and kind of unpredictability, and now Jose Aldo's kind of like he's taken up so much damage. And even though he's young for the sport, kind of um, because he's taken so much damage, he's like an old man for the sport. So that is kind of true, yeah. Um, Vicente Luque, he's going to be a champion one day, without a doubt. He's going to be a champion one day, and uh, all his fights are entertaining to watch just because this man just. Has so much power. He's not afraid to throw. He's good on the ground. He's he's the man. And just to remind everybody, um, the Vicente Luque Michael Chiesa fight. Vicente is ranked number six. Michael Chiesa is number five. Jose Aldo against Pedro Munoz is Jose is at five. Pedro's at nine. Uh, Jose Aldo. I think this fight is what featherweight. No, this is uh, fly. So or, flyweight and then no, is it fly? No, it's Bantam. I'm sorry, Bantam. Um, and then Vicente Luque Bantam. is middleweight. No, <laughs> Welter. Vicente Luque is yeah, 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 welterweight. So, um, yeah, I think uh, if you want to push Leon Edwards to do something, you can say that um, the winner of this fight after. Like, this person solidifies the next one up. 
No. If, it, if it's like, imagine if Vicente Luque goes out there and knocks out. Leon Edwards should Michael not Jason. accept that fight. He should not. The only fight Leon Edwards should be, be accepting are two fights. Mm-hmm. Masvidal, championship. Only two fights he should be accepting. Okay. But it has to happen soon. It does, but that's not on... That's I mean, not no, on... You're right. That's you're not right. on Leon. Leon is doing what he needs to do. I'm just saying, you want to crack next, though, they're probably going to get the next crack. Depending on how fast this whatever fight calls. Because Usman, at the way he's going, he's going every, like, once three once in three months that he's I'm fighting. sorry, but if he skips Leon after he beats whoever he's getting ready to beat, Kobe Covington, if he skips Leon... I am going to believe that Usman is scared. That Bro, was the next uh, thing I was going to ask, Leon, too. Though, is... when he's going up against his clearest threat next. Go ahead and ask the question. I was just going to say, though, like, should the winner of Luke Chiesa fight get the next bat at the championship against the winner of the Usman Covington fight? And then if Usman wins, but what if Colby wins? Then it's a rematch with Usman. Yeah, it's the only thing that makes okay. sense. A trilogy. Okay. Because they were just the uh, first one was so close, the yeah. second one is more than likely going to be really close so as well. And everybody so touts Usman as goat. Covington so like, doesn't fight again until he rematches Usman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. Okay, but Leon Edwards, Masvidal championship fight. If Usman decides to fight Vicente Luque, as much as I want him to be champion, yeah, or Michael Kies after this, he's scared. Even if it's like amazing. Even if it's amazing, he Leon Edwards is on a too big of fight win streak. If this was anybody else besides Nate Diaz, we would be arguing for that person. I'm I mean, sorry. You're right. If this was anybody else besides Leon, I Edwards, think I think you're getting me wrong. I think I'm talking about like, is it likely? Will the UFC do it? I don't think like I'm not of the favor of it. I think that is what will happen. Like, depending on when fucking Usman no, really. wants to fight again. By the time they set up Leon Edwards' next fight, Usman's going to want to fight again. Okay. Well, he's the dummy. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Uh, Dana White's a dummy if he decides that. I mean, we're having an interim title shot. On at, Saturday. That point, at that point, Dana White is explicitly, explicitly expressing that he does not want Leon Edwards in the UFC. He does not want Leon Edwards as a champion. He doesn't want not want Leon Edwards for anything. That's just I would I'll be I'll be very upset if either one of these guys get a title shot before Leon Edwards. Hmm. Just saying. All right, and then we have the main event of the weekend featuring the Black Beast himself, Derek Lewis, who's ranked number two against Soraya Gain. Gone. <clears throat> Cyril. Cereal. <laughs> cereal. Cereal. We're going to call him cereal. Cereal. Yeah. Gone. Number three. For the interim t- title belt to see who has the pleasure of fighting Mad Francis next. Who gets it done and how? I have Black Beast. I don't give a fuck. Yes. Houston, stand up for your boy. They will. I'm so pumped to just like... Somebody might get shot if Derek Lewis doesn't win. That's Literally. what I'm saying. Yeah, like Houston. Yo, somebody will probably get shot if Derek Lewis like fucking wins. Probably if he wins or if he doesn't. Yeah. Win. Either way, somebody's getting shot. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> be safe out there, guys. Please be but, safe. But yeah, oh no, God. I am for Lewis 
the whole fucking way. He's a two to one underdog for obvious reasons. He is but looking at He is the baddest blue belt in fucking Texas. You put some respect on this name because he has knocked out half of the heavyweight division and probably your fan favorite at one point or another. I saw so, him. Yeah, I saw some kind of fucking day. I saw some kind of report saying uh, Gon had, and he told his training partners instead of being uh, very technical in the strikes, just to throw as if they're brawling. Yeah. Because that's what Derek Lewis does. Uh, but I don't think anyone can really imitate Derek Lewis. Yeah. No. And um, now, now that Derek Lewis is actually taking his physique more seriously. Yeah. Not too seriously, but more seriously. I mean, seriously. he was doing sprints uphill. Yeah, yeah, No, he's so, definitely prioritizing his mm-hmm. overall health. Before he said he didn't run at all. So yeah. for him to, for me to see him on embedded he's running sprints. like healthy and athletic yeah. AF. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to see anybody beat him besides Francis. Do you think that if he did win, he would have a shot against Francis? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. If anyone... The, he might be the only person who could take Francis. Who could take Francis. Yeah. Yeah. Besides for Stipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Because Francis uh, already going into that, he was a little spooked. That's why he didn't fucking throw. He knows that fucking the Black Beast had that power. You know what? I'm going to say something, and I hope this is only taken in good ways. It's kind of like Francis. you're like rooting for Shrek. The whole time, you're like, all right, Shrek, you're a good dude. Like, you deserve this. And mm-hmm. then Shrek ends up being king or something. Mm-hmm. Like You just called Derek Lewis fucking ugly. No, <laughs> I didn't. I'm saying, though, like, You could have just said rooting for the underdog. <laughs> no, I'm saying. But you were like, no, I know what you're saying. But you were like, saying. this motherfucker yeah. that looks like Shrek. No, I mean, Shrek's so funny. Like, I love watching it and, like, Everyone else does too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel like that's what I meant by like Shrek. And then he's just named the Black Beast. Like he's not trying to be, you know, Mister Athletic. And then he's like, oh, I'm really fucking good when I'm mm. athletic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's just like, oh, turn it up. Yeah. Let's go. Derek Lewis is that championship's funny, got your name waiting on it. Win or lose, I'm still gonna fuck with Black Beast. I do think oh, he yeah. has a tall order ahead of him. But he's always had these tall nah. moves ahead of him, and they he's knocked them the fuck out because MMA doesn't work on Derek Lewis apparently, and that's how the cookie crumbles, guys. Sorry, um, what's it called? Derek Lewis said no MMA, all striking, all whatever I want. Do I need technique to get up? Nope, just gonna stand on up. I just get up. I'm not gonna get submitted by Alexia Lennox. I'm just not. <laughs> I say no, and it doesn't happen. So yeah, I don't know. Every time he is the underdog, I feel like maybe because we're touting him more, that'll be like the jinxing of all time. But he's still an elite striker because look at who he's knocked out. He has 20 KOs. Yeah. 20 KOs. So Derek Lewis is not a fucking joke. Do you think Serial could take Francis? I think so. I think he's very athletic and young and fast and striking. But it really just... I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy to think that. I mean, it's crazy to think that in after Francis, we might be seeing a different champion, or we thought Francis was gonna be there and he's gonna conquer. You know what I'm saying? And he's yeah. gonna be there for a long ass time. 
But for the next fight to be against Gunn and seeing them like train already uh-huh. and spar, it could be a different champion. But it all just fucking depends. Yeah. Sorry, Juan's torturing the cat over here. <laughs> yeah, cats don't like their hair being up. No, Chris so. is like biting at him. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I like it. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, that's all I got for the MMA Minute. And that is it for this week's show. If I can say so, I do think it's our best episode yet. We wouldn't be here without you. We would love to talk shit with you. Uh, hear your thoughts, etc., whatever. Uh, we are... I'm going to start getting online on Mondays and Tuesdays whenever I can. And then I'll be uploading that on YouTube. I'll go live and then I'll post it. Uh, and then also our Instagram page. So I put up this Sean O'Malley post and it got reported for bullying. I don't know if it was a joke or whatever, but this is like the third warning we got from Instagram. And it was so, definitely not even bullying. Yeah, no, it's just... It was very... Um... What do you call it when you have to... We got those PC. Sean O'Malley stands in the... Yeah. In the... I guess. I don't know. Anyway, I worked too hard to get to almost 900 followers, and I could start again, but... Well, it hasn't been taken down, has it? No, it hasn't. Yeah. So that's where I'm just taking a break from it. That way, <laughs> like, there's nothing that they could report that's not... That hasn't been up for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But... I am over on Twitter, and I am trying to be a little bit more active over there. So hit me up on that. Uh, Andy, at Andy Motivated for me. Yeah, I don't know. It was Motivated Andy, and they just like flipped the switch or whatever. So that's my handle. And then, yeah, catch some memes over there for at least a couple of weeks till we get some of this heat off of us. But everywhere else is going to be Instagram still, no.name.mma.show. And then our official... Twitter, you just heard Andy's. <laughs> so the show's Twitter is no name MMA one, um, and then our email is no name MMA show at gmail dot com. So hit us up, punch us a text, punch, punch us, us a video, text? kick us a. How old are you? Why do you say punch us a text? Uh, well, they message. It's a DM. It's a text message. Is it not? Say it like a DM. But is a DM not a text message? Punch us a text. Is a DM not a text message? Send us a message. Anyway, that you have to text? Punch us a text, bro. You sound <laughs> like you're stuck in the Leg kicks a I'm getting, I, I, an email. I've been out, I've been out of uh, high school for like, <laughs> for like, for like. A minute now? Oh my god, I don't even want I don't to know. say how long we've been know. out of high school. We've been out of high school for a minute. 15. 13 years. Oh shit, 13 years. Dang. That's a whole fucking teenager, bro. Yeah. Can you imagine? Dude. It's been six <gasps> years for me. Oh my god. It's only been six. You're yeah. such a baby. I am a baby. I forget I that sometimes. <laughs> While we go through this existential crisis, um, yeah, we'll talk at you guys next week. And as always, fuck you, John Jones. Dang, six years and then 13. That's wild. Punch you guys later. You guys are old. (laughs) Punch you guys later. (laughs) Now you're fucking old. (laughs) Fucking...